0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the Just Living Life podcast. Today our topic is get good at fighting. Well, you know how... I don't know about every other relationship, but for us, at first, at the beginning of the relationship, it was impossible to think of any arguments that could arise. Everything was perfect, everything was flowing well, and we understood and got each other naturally, and we just seemed to agree on everything. And even if there was a disagreement, it was probably something as petty as, I want to eat this, you want to eat that, you know, nothing major. But as time went on and as the relationship began to mature and to grow, we started having disagreements like any normal relationship has. We started to disagree on things that are not so petty anymore, but things that are deep and have some bearing on the relationship. And we also got to a stage where we're just constantly bickering and arguing, you know, when you don't know how to solve conflict and you just keep talking and talking and bickering and arguing. But then, for some people, they might think that at the moment that argument starts, then it means that the relationship is now downhill from there. But by virtue of us being two individuals, two different people, we're not raised in the same home, we're bound to see life differently. I mean, we even argue with our siblings who we grew up with about one thing. We can have two divergent views. So imagine this person that you only met later in life when you had formed your own ideas and identity. You're bound to disagree on a couple of things, be it how you deal with stuff, be it what you prioritise. There are bound to be some arguments here and there. And that's fine, that's normal. Because like I said, we have different backgrounds and different influences that have shaped the way we see the world and the way we choose to deal with issues. So some conflicts are small but then there are some that are huge and might have a bearing on the relationship and it's these huge conflicts that really have to be solved otherwise if they are left lingering and hanging over the relationship they run the risk of ruining the relationship and distorting it from the inside especially if they are unspoken or they're just the elephant in the room that is never really addressed there's a risk of that always being the source of content and stealing the joy in the relationship. So it's important to deal with conflict. It might not be at the moment, but dealing or resolving conflict is even agreeing to say, okay, for now, let's let this go. As long as it's clear that you are both well aware of the fact that there's conflict that needs to be resolved.
1: So here's our proposal of how to deal with conflict. The first thing that you need to do is, whilst you're not in conflict, whilst there's no problem, there's no arguments, everything is good, sit down and come up with a plan or a routine of how to handle conflict so this is just a plan to say if anything were to happen if we we're to disagree on anything these are the steps that we would take in order to make sure that we resolve this conflict in a amicable way that will leave us happy or even happier than we were before the conflict started. The key to ensuring that you do that is to start at listening. One big problem when there's a conflict is that each person just wants to have their views heard and they're just talking. Even if they're at a point where they're listening to the other person, they're not really listening to understand the other person, but they're listening to wait for the opportunity to speak. So one key thing is to start at listening. Have a time where you're just listening to the other person Listening for the sake of understanding what they are saying, understanding what suggestion they are putting forward, understanding their reasons for saying what they are saying. Mm. Why does their suggestion make sense to them? Try and look at whatever they are saying from their perspective and then go around, do the same. They listen to you. So the whole point of this is to ensure that even if you were to proceed to argue about it, at least you are arguing about something that you both understand. Because it's so easy to be arguing and arguing but you don't really hear what the other person is saying or you don't understand and you're talking over and over about stuff that maybe in actual fact you agree with. So the first port of call is for you guys to sit down and listen to each other. Get where the other person's coming from. Get why they're saying whatever they're saying. And the good thing about listening is that it shifts the dynamic so it takes you away from an adversarial atmosphere into one of friendship and understanding. It's just a reminder to you guys that this is just an argument within a relationship where we already love each other. We're not trying to have one person who comes out as a winner but we're trying to ensure that we sort out this thing and remain as friends.
0: Yeah and I've noticed also that when you listen sometimes you begin to see sense in what the other person is, is saying. So you know how when in the middle of a disagreement Tempers are flaring and everyone's heated, and we're not usually not that rational when there's anger involved. But I've noticed mm-hmm. that when you take time to listen to the other person, you might actually find that your point of view really doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and because of that, you avoid a whole entire conflict that could have gone on and on had it not been for listening and. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not something that comes naturally. I struggle with listening, I'll give that. Because we're different people and we have different personalities, he's an introvert, so he's more of a, let me think about it and process and solve this as calmly as possible. Whereas mm-hmm. on the other hand, I am the, we need to talk and vent if necessary until we reach a deadlock okay. or something. So what I'm saying is that it's not something that comes naturally for everyone. Even here, I struggle with listening and I'm learning how to listen more from him. So it can be that one, the relationship is not as strong in listening, but can always aid each other and help each other to grow. It, it, it works. Mm-hmm. I don't like listening, but I can acknowledge that. When I look back at some of the arguments that we've had and where I had to listen against my will, I can vouch for the fact that it, it actually does work. So after listening and understanding, the idea is not to listen, to understand, and then you go that way, I go that way. I've heard what you're saying. But it's to, okay, now that I've listened, now that we've both listened to each other, we've understood to determine what's the way forward i think sometimes some conflicts that that more end up building up into something big because people listen and understand but they don't then say okay where to from here so mm-hmm. it's let's listen let's understand okay so you've said it i done talking okay fine now leave I me walk. Alone. yeah you know leave me alone so it's important that from listening and understanding you then say okay let's find a solution and i believe especially when there's conflict involved. There just has to be some level of compromise. It's necessary to compromise because it's rare for two people who are in a heated situation who clearly have divergent views to immediately drop their own point of view and say, okay, I'll go with yours. So the best possible way, especially in that moment, may be to compromise. Mm-hmm. There are three possible outcomes that can come up, which are, one can be meeting in the middle, like I said, compromise. Say, okay, let's take part of what you're saying, part of what I'm saying. Can we join this together to make something that works for both of us? Mm-hmm. So meeting in the middle, it means I am not totally deprived of what I wanted. Neither is he. But we are willing to give up a small portion so that we can merge and come up with something that at least makes us partly happy than having the one totally upset and the one coming out as the winner. Because that just never works. So meeting in the middle, I have to let go of some of the things that I wanted he has to do the same but we still gain the few or half of what we wanted mm-hmm. then there's meeting on your side that one might be a bitter pill to swallow especially if you really feel that you're right usually everyone thinks the idea is the best idea so it's hard to say okay i'm putting aside mine let's meet on your side but after listening like we said earlier if you listen and you understand and you use your mind and your logic you can get to a point where you understand that okay in actual fact the other person's point of view makes more sense than mine does and sometimes pride gets in the way you can see that what the other person says makes more sense and will probably bring better results but because you know you want to come out on top you know you you hold on to your stance even when it doesn't make sense and that's when the fights just blow out of proportion so sometimes you have to be willing to say okay i'm wrong their point makes more sense for now let's meet on your side Mm -hmm. then there's meeting later sometimes meeting in the middle compromise just doesn't work we both still want what we want meeting on your side i might not want to give up want to give up my point of view and totally go with his or vice versa so sometimes it's okay to say okay let's meet later for now let's agree to disagree we we can't compromise we can't give up what we want how about we
1: take a breather
0: take a breather especially if it's not something that's urgent that needs a now now decision there's no reason to make a decision that makes both parties angry when you can just choose to
1: give it some time
0: give it some time so it's okay to sometimes say okay we really are not going to agree. And if we keep going, we're just going to keep going around the circle. So rather, let's meet later. Let's meet when we're better cooled and our heads are in a better space.
1: And to add to meeting on your side, sometimes it's not necessarily about the fact that one side makes more sense than the other or the other person just doesn't want to agree, but they're the ones who have the wrong opinion. Sometimes both sides are equally as good. It's, it's two opinions that could both work, but because right now we just, it's a better idea for us to go with the idea of the other person. The first idea is the one that we should go with right now. So it's letting go of your own opinion, not because it's wrong or because it's got less weight than the other person, but because it's the loving thing to do right now. Maybe she's got her own career goals, and her career goals are leading us to one direction. And I've got mine that are leading me to another direction. And both of us legitimately have good claim to drive our own goals. But for the sake of love and for the sake of progress within our relationship, I can choose to say, I will let go of mine. I can still chase it later on in life, or I can still find a way to chase whatever I wanted to chase from within your plan. Mm. So, right now, we're going to go with your opinion. Yeah. There's a psychologist called John Gottman, and he's one of those people who are well-acclaimed at knowing about relationships. So, one of his specialty is a method that he has that can determine whether a couple is going to stay together or they're going to divorce or break up. So, what he does is he takes a couple and puts them in a room, puts cameras all around them, and asks them to argue. So it's talk about whatever thing is a hot hot hotspot right now in your relationship. And he records them as they talk about that. Later, he will analyze that footage and be able to, with great accuracy, determine whether this couple is going to stay together or break up or divorce later. And after doing this for a while, he developed four factors that he termed the four horsemen of a relationship apocalypse. So these are just four factors that According to him, if these factors are present as the couple is arguing, then it's almost a given that they are not going to stay together. Here are those factors. The first one is criticizing your partner's character. This is, for example, saying you are so stupid instead of saying that thing that you just said was stupid. So it's more of separating the sinner from the sin kind of perspective. At every point we should understand that my person's character stays the way it is. My person is the way they are. I just need to make sure that I separate them from whatever act they've done or whatever thing they've said. The second one is defensiveness or blame shifting. For example saying, I wouldn't have done that if you weren't late all the time. We need to be able to accept responsibility for our own actions. Yes, the other person may be doing bad things but that is not justification for you to do bad things. So you did the wrong thing because you chose to do the wrong thing. Each person has to accept their own wrongdoing within whatever is going on. And the number three is contempt or putting down your partner or making them feel inferior. It's such a big temptation as we are in an argument for me to point out weak sports about my partner. Or to say things that are just going to crush their esteem just in a bid to win the argument. But that really serves to make things worse in the relationship. It may win you the argument, but it won't win you the happiness that you need in a relationship. And then number four is stonewalling or withdrawing from an argument or ignoring your partner.
0: Guilty. (laughs) I do that a lot.
1: Yeah. So stone hauling is not, it's not the same as meet later where we say, OK, let's just take a breather out of this and we'll talk about it. But the person is trying to address the issue and you're ignoring them. You don't want to be a part of the thing or you withdraw yourself from the argument. Now the person is trying. It seems like the person's arguing on their own. And that really does a number on somebody's esteem because the one person is trying to push forward and the other person just couldn't be bothered it's like a form of apathy within the relationship it serves to help nobody
0: yeah he says from his research usually couples that choose to fight in this way are likely not to last but what I was saying is that it doesn't mean that if so far you've been fighting this way then you're doomed you can still choose to do something about it. like we said get now good you get good at fighting now you can say okay we've noticed that we do wall a lot or we shift blame a lot okay so now let's come up with a way to say how do we solve conflicts in a way that doesn't put our relationship at risk so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he makes a good point. And like I said, I'm guilty of the fourth one, but I'm aware of the fact that it's a problem. And I think the first step to solving problems is being aware that there's a problem. So, mm-hmm. going forward, now I, I can say, okay, I need to stop being the person who walks away from conflict.
1: Yeah, ultimately, remember, love fights fair. Yeah. So, find good ways of fighting. Fighting is going to happen. It's a part of every relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to make sure that your relationship is going to last, And is going to be happy all the way, then find a way to fight fair. Fight fair. Get good at fighting.
0: this was episode 5 get good at fighting just a quick recap we said learn to listen to understand and after you've listened to understand try and find a solution and in finding a solution or in fighting well avoid stonewalling, avoid contempt, putting down your partner, partner. avoid criticizing your partner's character and also avoid shifting the blame. What did you call it?
1: Defensiveness.
0: Defensiveness, where you say it's your fault, not mine. We hope that this does help someone in some way. Thank you again for tuning in to episode five and today we have something exciting to say. We're going to have our first video up sometime this week
1: on our YouTube channel.
0: channel. Please tune in. We promise that it's going to be exciting. (laughs) I feel it's time for you to get to know the faces behind the voices so yeah, finally we have a video for you to watch on our youtube channel it's not yet out but you will see the notifications when it comes out and remember to always like subscribe comment review we really appreciate it those who listen on anchor please remember to leave us a voice note or a comment it really helps keep the morale up
1: yeah goodbye guys bye Thank you guys for this great uh, message. Yeah, it's really insightful because learning how to solve uh, disagreement is the key to a lasting relationship. We can never judge it by the amount of good moments that we have, but we judge it on how we deal with the moments of friction and misunderstanding and discourse. So thank you very much. (laughs) And I'm sure when this makes me wiser, it makes me more uh, knowledgeable and more insightful about relationships and how to approach relationships. So, thank you very much. Really appreciate it.